Hey everybody, welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast where the best conversations with artists, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between happen over coffee. I'm your host, Alyssa, and in today's episode, we're chatting with Christina Solis of Secrets of Sunshine. She's a multifaceted creator who blogs about travel and lifestyle and also works behind the scenes for many brands that you know and love. Not only that, she also hosts her own workshops that advocate for vulnerability for both men and women. And she's all about creating a safe and open space that feels inclusive and supportive for those around her. In this episode, you can expect a lot of open conversation about how empowering it is to own your story through vulnerability, not only for yourself, but for those around you. So grab your cup of coffee or your favorite way to keep yourself fueled for the day, and let's get this conversation started. I'm so excited for you to be here, Christina. Thanks. I'm honored. I love this. I listen to your podcast, and I can't believe I'm one of these people now. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so freaking sweet, and I'm just so excited for you to be here to share your story, to talk about vulnerability, your journey, and how you navigate life now as a new entrepreneur. Oh, yes, girl. All the things. All the things. I'm ready. Ready to open up. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Christina is the face behind Secrets of Sunshine, and she is a blogger, content creator, media maven, you name it, but she is awesome, and I'm so excited for her to be the first interview of the year. Um, so Christina, tell us a little bit more about yourself. All right. It's a loaded question. It is. Um, I always struggle with this question, too. I call myself a Jane of all trades. I like do all the things. Um, not only do I do like the behind the scenes freelance stuff that pays my most of my bills, like <laughs> writing captions, doing event planning. Um, my real passion is my brand and showing up um, as vulnerably and as authentic as I can to talk about what I'm going through. Um, I have a blog. It's in the transition. I it's called Grow with the Flow. But I'm actually rebranding right now to just have everything be Secrets of Sunshine. So the, I guess the story behind Secrets of Sunshine is like the secrets of me. My last name means sun or sunny. And so I like to just share the secrets of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, and um, hope I just try to make people feel like they can be heard, that they're represented, and um, maybe be inspired to show up as themselves as well and just share their life so yeah I like to host events so vulnerability workshops um I'm just starting my first one for men actually Ooh. on the 20th I'll be hosting that um it's just like a safe space for people to open up kind of like group therapy mm -hmm. in a way and yeah that's like what I'm that's what I'm working on that's what I'm all about and all the things I create online and offline, like conversations and content, I just try and really like bring it into being authentic and vulnerable and talking about stuff people don't want to talk about over coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, girl. I love talking about all the things that aren't really like accepted in mainstream media and especially because I myself, I haven't seen voices, like my own voice represented. So that's why I felt it was so important to start having these conversations with others who are like-minded and who want to help create a safe, open space for people. That's why I love what you do. And it's so funny because this morning she opened up on her stories about how she missed her workout and she totally felt like down on herself and... I felt the same thing because I was running late and behind and I felt like a failure. And it was like those little moments, like we barely started our day and here we are starting it on a negative note when that's like not the way to go. Right. right? I know. <laughs> but I feel like as creatives, especially entrepreneurs who like, we are the people who hold, hold ourselves accountable. It's really easy to be hard on ourselves and like critique every mistake we make, but we don't like, we don't look for that in other people. Like, we don't mm -hmm. look for perfection in anyone else, but we, like, hold ourselves to some sort of, like, unattainable, like, expectation of, like, we're never going to mess up and we're never going to be late. And, like, that's part of life. Maybe we need to, like, 
a little bit more time to just get things going and that's fine I love that. Yeah, and it's so funny because we're here at Deja Brew. We love this space, and right behind her is this sign that says, don't be so hard on yourself. And it's so true because as an entrepreneur myself, just navigating through everything, the motions of trying to get to clients on time, trying to get new clients, trying to communicate, like, and just finish things on a deadline, it's tough. And... We set ourselves to to such high expectations that it could hinder like our process, and it's one of those things. And it was hard for me to figure out. It was just like how to go with the flow. And it's funny because I would go through a ton of healing sessions and everything, and like the main thing every single time was like go with the flow, like just let go. And I was just like, I can't, I can't. And I always put it on like, I have to get things done because if I don't, no one else will. And I'd love to hear how you navigate through like your own healing and how you use that into like into what you do. Yeah, so a, a huge way of how I heal is through writing. So I love, 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 love writing. <laughs> it just helps me articulate things that I can't like, I, not like I can't say but I'm like either nervous to say or like I don't want to stumble over my words and on a piece of paper like I can cross it out or like no one's gonna see it unless I publish it but when I'm speaking like it scares me a little mm. so I don't always go and share all my feelings until I feel like I really have an understanding of them but writing allows me to have my own safe space where I don't judge myself how I'm showing up so that's a big reason of why I do I like write my blog posts, and um, I write a lot of letters to myself, just if I'm feeling sad. So I've been going through, like, bouts of loneliness. I've never experienced real, true loneliness until, like, the past two or three months, and it's been, like, rocking my world, like, not in a good way, but Mm. I'm, like, learning how to work through it, and that's something I do is I write to myself, and I try and reflect, like, okay, why are you feeling these ways? And if I'm angry, like, I'll literally be like, fuck this feeling. This isn't Mm. fair. Like, why do I feel this? And then through, like, these things I called brain dumps, I'm able to see, like, what's going on in my head, and it doesn't make the problem as big as it is when it's on paper, and I can read it, and I can see, like, why I'm feeling these ways. So that's a big, big, big way that I navigate through my healing and through just trying to figure out who I am, why I am, why am I showing up this way? Mm-hmm. Um, I also love therapy, so <laughs> I'm a huge advocate for going to therapy and finding an unbiased professional mm. who can tell you what's going on. And, like, they identify patterns that you do that you, like, don't even know that you're doing, and maybe people around you are so used to them being a habit that they don't know that that's actually, like, hurting you right so those two things really really help me and I rely on them also I journal I do like my five minute gratitude journal and I used insight timer and I just like I love insight timer it's so good (laughs) and it's free so like I just do guided little meditation I have affirmations girl I I use so much stuff but I feel like there's tools for everyone Mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of like trial and error to figure out what ones work like, I've used, I tried oracle cards, and I'm like, you know what? That's not, like, serving me every single day. I love mm. it, and some people, that's their every day. It's not necessarily mine, but, yeah, so that's what I do. And then, what was the other part? <laughs> like, How like, you infuse that to, into your day, day-to-day life, which you already talked about, okay. but I feel like, I think I kind of, like, jumped into that topic really quickly, but why do you think it's so important that people pay attention and start, like, serving themselves and actually paying attention to self-care? Yeah, that's a big, that's huge. Um, I mean, for someone who didn't live in, like, a space of self-care and, like, self-awareness, I my existence for most of my life was, like, to serve others and to mm-hmm. be, like, make other people feel comfortable and to make other people feel worthy and loved. And I, when my cup was empty I was like wait what like 
why do I feel burned out? Why do I feel like I don't like people? That's not me. Like, I'm not able to live this life. And so I think it's important to always, like, be self-aware and acknowledge, like, how you're feeling and why you're feeling those ways just to, like, get a read on who you are as a person. Is your environment healthy for you? Are the people that you feel that you spend the most time with, like, are they are they good for you? Like, mm. those are huge, huge, huge questions that, like, need answers. Absolutely. And if you aren't practicing little acts of self-love or reflection, like, you don't know the real answer to that. So, and coming from, like, a very toxic environment as, like, a little kid and then doing it again as an adult with a toxic relationship, um, I think it's super important to, like, constantly be checking in with yourself. Is this serving me? do I feel like aligned with the person that I want to be and like, Mm. and who you are right now, obviously. Right. All the things. No, I love (laughs) that. I think it's, you know, I started my self care journey. mm, I want to say in the last three years or so it, it was when I finally started to be open to like, why am I the way I am? You know, started taking the Myers Briggs and like Uh really trying to figure out like, who am I? What is my style of communication? And like, what are your love languages and things like that? And it got deeper as I started to actually like sit down and get Reiki and crystal healing and things like that. And as woo woo as it is, like it's what serves me and it helps me feel grounded. And I feel like, yeah, like little things like journaling, like I don't journal every day. And as much as I want to, I just, there's just some days where I'm like, I don't feel compelled to write. And, but I do like take a moment of just reflection every morning and like say like things that I'm grateful for because I am so grateful to be living this life that I've created for myself. And it's true that like when you don't check in on yourself because like maybe you're just hustling every single day or like, you know, maybe you haven't had the time to wake up and actually set aside that like five to 10 minutes of meditation or gratitude or journaling or reading or whatever it is. And like a couple weeks go by a couple months. And then like, you don't even know like why you're doing what you're doing anymore. Right. And I feel like that's what like 2019 was like for me Mm -hmm. was because I was so focused on building our company. I was so focused on like, this needs to happen because if it doesn't, I have no idea what's going to work. Right. And obviously we had our ups and downs Mm -hmm. and especially that like moment of failure or that moment where I felt like a failure after we lost our studio space. Girl, (laughs) it was the hardest thing I had to go through mentally because I poured my whole heart and soul into that place. And Ian can attest to that because, and you can too, because you were there and you saw us build this space with nothing but a fucking dream, you know? And I want to talk about what, what to do when you feel like a failure and like moving past these things where, cause it's hard. It took me months. Like I'm, I'm finally over it and it's been, like since last September, you know, and it's January. It barely, it took me like three or four months. I was depressed. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do anything. I felt like I had no purpose because of it. And even though we were working and we were still getting clients and we were still creating just in our own home space and stuff like that, it still felt like that thing happened. And if we get another space, I don't want that to happen again. Yeah. And all I could think about was just like how crappy I feel and how I can't believe that we created something so beautiful for our community and it got taken away in an instant. Right. You know, I know that feeling <laughs> so well. I like full body chills from it because <laughs> I know that feeling. Oh my God, I know that feeling. And it sucks. And sometimes I feel like I'm over it, but it like hurts. Mm-hmm. It still hurts my big failure moment was in 2016 that's like three and a half years ago June and I still get heated and it's still like if I think about it and talk about it for a really 
long period of time, like, I will cry. Mm. It's sad. And, like, mm-hmm. it's a dream that I had. And that's, like, it's not like it's never going to happen. Right. But, oh, yeah. Let's talk the about feels. it. feels. Okay. So, backstory a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I traveled, and I initially started out as a travel blogger. So, I wasn't doing, like, let's better ourselves. It strictly was like, here's a pretty place I went. How cool. Like, look at me. Woohoo. I'm traveling and writing for my family. And I, mm-hmm. that's just what it was. I didn't really care about, like, having a blog. I didn't really care about, like, an Instagram following. And I solely cared about um, just traveling, seeing mm-hmm. the cool stuff. Excuse me. Hiccup. <laughs> Taking cool pictures. Um and I did that for, like, seven, eight months. And um, it was cool. I was, like, gaining traction, and, like, companies were reaching out, like, hey, I'd love to, like, have you write about this cool experience you're doing, like, on my blog. And I felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, am I doing what I'm, like, meant to be doing? Like, this is so exciting, and I love doing this, and I love traveling, and it's, like, filling my cup, and I feel happy. I feel aligned. Like, everything is perfect. Like, my life is perfect mm-hmm. it's a big red flag when you feel like your <laughs> life is perfect <laughs> so um my traveling partner um was very sick and we had to be medically evacuated home and during even while he was in the ICU I'm like okay doctors like my dream isn't going to be taken away right like I'm still going to be able to like do this cool like world adventure with no rap like no plan to come home ever right like this is okay and they're like yeah no that's definitely not happening so pack your bags you're going home and you're going back to square one and I felt like literally like every rug I've ever stepped on in my life was like being pulled away from me and I was like alone I was by myself I had no friends or family in Madrid but I had these three Mormon like missionaries who basically like kept me sane while I was in the ICU every day and they're like it's be okay like you're something beautiful is gonna come out of this and I was like no shut up I can't hear that I am so sad nothing is like I'm a big loser everyone's (laughs) reading my blog everyone's like wow she's so cool traveling doing all this stuff and like that's where I put all my worth was just like that Mm. um and I felt like a failure like I was like I'm not going on Instagram I'm not talking about this I'm just gonna delete my blog I'm gonna pretend like this never happened and I'm just gonna like go get a nine to five and pretend like, no, forget about me, please. And when I came home, people were like, what happened? And I just fell into like a depression. Like I didn't write. I literally did not shower. I did not eat. I lived with my mom. Um, There's nothing wrong with living with your parents. Actually, I live with my mom now again. So side note to all the people who live with their parents. Get it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thanks, mom. Okay, so... (laughs) Um, I felt like such a failure and I was like, I'm a fraud. Mm-hmm. I think way too highly of myself. Why did I ever think that I was going to be able to pull this off? Like every bad thought that you have when you take a risk, like I was thinking it and when it doesn't work out, I was just so sad. Um, and it took a year, literally a year for me to seek help and to try and figure it out. Like I just wallowed in that sadness for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like sometimes you have to feel the feels, like you have to grieve that you have to, I mean, you just lost something, you failed at something. That is a thing that happened, but just because you fail doesn't mean it's not good and doesn't mean that it didn't serve you and you didn't grow in some way. And that literally came from one, going to therapy, two, writing. I wrote letters to myself every single day. You're okay. Even though you had, like, this big plan, like, what do you offer to the world? How did this experience change you? What, what good came out of this? And I would just ask myself questions every day, even being in this dark space. And it just took a lot of honesty and telling people, like, this happened and I failed and I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm still worth everything that I thought I was worth when I wasn't quote-unquote a failure. I'm not a failure. Life just happened to me, and I'm picking myself back up, and I am continuing to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And not everyone has that, like, 
mindset that it took, it literally took a year of constant asking myself questions, going to therapy, writing it out, sharing with people, like, I eventually got okay, and yeah. I don't feel like such a loser and a failure anymore. From that came Grow With The Flow, and I, mm. I changed my name, I changed my blog, changed my name, I changed my brand name, <laughs> <laughs> changed all that, and um, was like, okay, if I can share and show up and be authentic and just tell people, like, okay, I, I did this and it didn't work, and if someone feels like they can be inspired to, like, start again, Yes. I'm doing my thing. And I ran with it and it felt really, really good to share and like be that voice for someone. It was scary, but I did it. And like the first message I got, someone was like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. I wouldn't have started like, I like I just called my new client. Like I want to start this career and I feel like I can't because I tried and no one signed up and I kept getting messages like that, and I was like, wow, okay, I'm on to something. I'm not failing. It's just a different direction than I had planned, and I think being open to that kind of stuff and, like, looking at a bigger picture of, like, okay, maybe I'm not a travel blogger. Right. I can still travel and blog about it, but I'm more advocating for people to grow through what they go through. Yes. And... I think if we all share and we're just open and like willing to let people into like our failures and to like our mistakes and to like these inner thoughts that we have that aren't so pretty and like slap a filter on it, mm-hmm. um, like can do some serious magic with it. Like it's powerful. Yes, so. exactly. It is so powerful. And I feel like personally, I haven't, I finally found power through my words, my experiences, when I did go through a life-changing experience. For one, it was like when I lost my whole world after I graduated college and like what I felt like was my future got like torn away from me and I was just like, now I have no idea what I'm going to do. But then it opened up this opportunity to truly find myself and what I wanted to do and that's how like Coffee and Combos was born. That's how I started to connect with more people. That's how I got my social media job a few years ago. And that's how I was able to form my new business and really take the next step to to like step into my power. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's also really hard to, especially as entrepreneurs, to to finally own that piece of yourself yeah. because you're always trying to to define it and then like everyone who was always telling me like you have to find a niche and you have to like narrow down but it was just it was really it's really hard for me to do that yeah me too it's really hard and I don't push that on anyone at all Mm -hmm. but instead I really explored the things that made me happy and I things that like that really lit up or like lit fire to my soul whenever I did them and it was just like having these conversations off the mic and then like even sharing it right or just like meeting new people for me was like that thing that I was like wow that really sparked joy in my life Mm -hmm. and it's it's an understanding that we're like when you do connect with someone too that there's that like we're just humans right and here we are like trying to navigate life and just figure it out because we don't have it all figured out no no one does even when they say they do, they're lying. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are. And, like, that's just, like, the common thread that I have found through all of these people who are high-level achievers, who have built their own companies, who have just started, you know, no matter where we are in our journey, we, we don't have it all figured out. And that's the beauty of it, though. And that's what I love about having this opportunity to like speak to people and hear stories especially like from people like yourself it's because we are all powerful in our own ways and for you to own that through vulnerability and actually being so open especially about like your dating journey now (laughs) online dating and through like actually being open about like you know I fell asleep with my phone (laughs) like and it died and like you know I miss my workout and just like those little moments 
like you can choose to feel so low about yourself or you can choose to pivot and be like you know what I'm making the best of the situation right and yeah I have like a I always say like life deals you cards right so you get a lot of you get a lot of card hands but you have the choice to play that hand however you want so if you want to play a shit hand and be upset and like be a victim of the hand you have like okay do it but you have the choice to like empower yourself to help inspire other people and there's so much you can do like you don't have to just be a victim of your situation yes. no matter how big or small it may be mm-hmm. we are the author of our own story if you don't yes. like it love the page write a new one exactly <laughs> exactly what would you say to people? Because there are always some some people who reach out and who are like, I have no idea where to start. Yeah. I don't know if my story matters. What would you tell those people? I would tell them, first of all, every story matters. We are all unique. We have our own story. And just because you might not think your story is like some big grandiose thing, someone else will. Someone else will get something out from you being a human and existing in this world and sharing your story. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Something I do in my vulnerability workshops is have people like write their story. A lot of people have never done that and put it into words. And I don't mean like, let's talk about from the moment you entered into this world. (laughs) Like that could be very lengthy. Um, But it's like, where is it like the moment that you felt like you were yourself? Or a moment Mm. that you're at a crossroads and you have a choice to make. That's like where your story begins, in my opinion. So mine is like when I left um, my narcissistic family. And that's kind of where my story starts. And I talk to people about that. And I just offer, I offer advice to like say, just share it. See what people say. Like um, a lot of people come in and they're like, my story doesn't have all these crazy ups and downs. I'm like, that's phenomenal. I wish that I didn't have an up and down story, but Mm -hmm. I would love to hear it. And nine times out of 10, no, 10 times out of 10, um, it's an amazing story because we all go through such different things and we all feel the same exact thing in different parts of our life. And it just shows that we're all human and we go through the same exact thing. We, We all do. We all feel sad. We all feel like failures. We all feel really excited. We all are proud of something. So share it, and you can find humanness in other people and in yourself. Yes. There's no, yeah, big or small story. Yes, I love that. And you're right, it is so powerful to just tell those bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. And um, I had someone ask, like, I'm so shy, and, like, I have no idea what to share. And I was just like, you know what? If you're on Instagram, I think it's really cool that, like, kind of like Snapchat, right? You could go on your stories and you could share something and it will disappear in 24 hours. Yep. That's like the, like the, (laughs) the, that's, if that's the most commitment that you can do, do it. Because honestly, when I record things and I record them over and over and over again, because I'm like, ew, I I sound so stupid (laughs) or like I said that wrong or like, ew, my hair is like in my face. Mm -hmm. I have to re-record myself a bajillion times. Right, and it's frustrating. It is. The message is lost. Right? And then you're like, it just took me 30 minutes to say, like, something in one minute, and that was really annoying. Yeah. But aside from that, like, just do it, Mm -hmm. you know? And because if I didn't share those vulnerable moments that I have had recently, like, about a client not wanting to pay, you know, our rate or who – or someone who doesn't understand our value. Mm-hmm. If I didn't share that, I wouldn't have gotten great feedback on how I can respond to that. And I wouldn't have gotten the support of like, you're freaking worth it. Right. You know? Yeah. And sometimes that's all we need is just a sounding board, mm-hmm. right? Of people who are in it with us and who have experienced similar things because you don't know if you don't put it out there. Like, I, w- I don't know what it would be like if I kept all my emotions to myself and 
like just bottled everything in and I'm not saying to like air your dirty laundry no. I'm saying to like those moments of failure those moments of doubt those moments of uncertainty are so empowering to share because you can like grow from it and learn from those experiences just by sharing it and you don't necessarily have to share it to the world or the public on Instagram or social media but even like finding someone that you trust and like that you're like hey I'm going through this thing can you help me right and like that alone is powerful so powerful it takes a lot of courage to ask for help yes so I like applaud people when they're like I need to share something I'm like oh my you've already done so much you've already decided that you need to share you've already asked a person and now you have a captive audience who's willing to like support you and has your best interest in mind and yeah Ugh, I love it I love sharing I feel like everyone needs to do it yes so much more but it is it is hard like when you're shy I'm not a, I'm not a shy by nature person um, and I've gotten to know a lot of introverted and shy by nature people so I've learned a bit more about that my family is not shy so like <laughs> I'm just like wow here I am. <laughs> but I know people aren't like that and you don't have to share it even on Instagram like it doesn't have to be shared with anyone even if you just record yourself and like listen to yourself um it's fine or like you said ask a friend um but yeah shyness can be it can be tough like if you have all these feelings like what you're saying I don't know how I would feel if I had all these feelings like you'd probably be dead from like stress and like a nervous wreck of like what do I do what do I do next? Right. Oh, my god, oh my god oh my god yeah and yeah like everyone needs to share so no matter if you're like shy or you're an extrovert like get it out write it somewhere paint it in chalk on the sidewalk and then throw water on it like just mm. put do something get yeah it just out. put it out there let it mm. out and that I think that's definitely what um whenever I would go through healing sessions, that's what they would tell me is just like, let it out, let it go, mm -hmm. release, you know, don't be so hard on yourself, obviously. I mean, like, again, <laughs> the sign right behind you. But it's it's so beautiful to, to finally be in, like, a mindset where you can be open and share that part of yourself, no matter what you're feeling. Yeah. Even those happy times, too. Yeah. That's something... I really want to talk about is like actually owning your achievements because oh. let's be real like not a lot of us do that no. you know we want to sulk and like connect through our failures and the things that like bring us down totally but we don't ce we celebrate one another right because I could hype anyone up any single day mm -hmm. but Perfect. I cannot do that for myself it's a, it, I struggle with it too I think a lot of us do mm-hmm and I struggle a lot of like being worthy and being enough and being worthy of praise. I actually used to think that if I praised myself too much, I would catch narcissism, Ooh. <laughs> which isn't, you can't catch narcissism, number one. You just can't <laughs> do that. I've asked multiple doctors. <laughs> I'm not kidding, I did. Because <laughs> my dad's a narcissist, so I'm like terrified. I'm literally terrified to become him. And so too much praise, I'm like, oh, Am I thinking too highly about myself? Mm. Am I, like, turning people off because I'm, like, praising myself? No, absolutely not. So I'm so glad that you brought that up because um, we do. We have to celebrate our successes, and it's important to see that, one, it's healthy to do that, but, two, like, you you aren't just, like, this sad mess of, like, failure after <laughs> <Right>. failure. <laughs> you do succeed at something <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> right? And no matter how big or small those things are, it could be literally just, like, finally reaching out to someone that you admire. Right. You're like, hey, you, you just slide into their DMs or you send them an email of, like, I just love the podcast you just released or, like, hey, I bought your book and I think it's awesome. Those little things, those are considered achievements. Like, no yeah. matter what, you put yourself out there or you just finally own that you you accomplished something. Like, hey, you made a new meal in the kitchen because you don't normally cook. That's me, you know? I'm like, right. yes, I fucking made this bomb-ass salmon recipe, and I'm stoked. Yes, girl. <laughs> I'm learning how to cook this year, so I feel Yay, like you I will saw see that. those accomplishments because I'm trying to document that and, like, celebrate my rewritten beliefs. Like, I can't cook, and I'm not worthy of this, or 
I can't be alone. So I'm planning on celebrating my meals that I make, my solo trips that I take. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So all those things. And I'm very proud of myself. I've been saying this like all day since yesterday. I don't know if you saw that picture I posted of me with my underwear and bra. You look so good, girl. I wanted to barf when I posted that. I was really? so nervous and like I was sweating and it was a lot. And like my mom and sister were like, it's fine. It's like a bathing suit photo. And I'm like, but you don't get it. My underwear. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like really proud of myself for Aww. doing that and like owning it and not deleting it. And like no matter what guys, because I wasn't worried about the girls. Girls mm. got my back. Oh, like, yeah. There's a heavy girl, sure. like, whatever, I can deal with you. But, like, disapproval from men, Ugh. especially being single and in the dating world, and, like, people are looking at me, and, like, that's a very intimate, like, I'm in my bra and underwear on my bed. Like, most people don't get to that step uh, <laughs> just by looking at my Instagram. <laughs> so it was, like, something for me to figure out, like, and then just be okay with. So... There's a celebration yes. right there. I actually love that you posted that because it reminded me of where I was last year. I did a campaign with Palm Springs. Yeah. And so I had a ton of bathing suit photos, mm. but I absolutely hated, hated the way I looked because I felt so insecure in my body, mm-hmm. you know, and like body positivity is something that I advocate for, yeah. but I myself struggle with a lot. And I would love to talk about that with you because especially as a woman who is Filipino and who is like always encouraged to eat a bunch of food at family parties and just like always encouraged to eat period because like, hey, don't don't starve yourself. But then when you go to family parties, my family is like, oh, you're getting fat. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much. So nice. And I've honestly, like, I go to the gym regularly and I, I do it for myself because I know that I want to take, like, any chance I get to, like, be my healthiest, be the healthiest version of myself. But for the longest time, I, I literally hated the way my body looked. I never embraced it. I hated my curves. I hated the way that I'm like smaller up top, but like bigger on the bottom. Like, why do I look like this? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, girl, yes, (laughs) I do. And so when you posted that, actually, I, I really applaud you because you own that. And I was just like, that really empowered me to look through my past photographs, the things that I didn't want to post or share because I was like, ill like you could see like my tummy is showing and that's mm-hmm. not cute you mm-hmm. know like but it made me feel like you know what if she can do it I can do it too yes, and you, can. you know what I will yeah <laughs> and you should you totally should I my body it's like I don't even know if I should say body positivity because I'm like 50 50 on the positive yeah, mm. like I still struggle with it a lot it's more like body acceptance for me mm. like I am accepting where my body is at and it's beautiful no matter what. I was on like crash diets like by like 10 or 11. Like I have tried every freaking diet in the book, not healthy. Like I finally started working out and I love it. And it's also not to like change my appearance, but more just to be healthy and like give back to myself. That's yes. what I love to give back to myself is spin class and hot yoga. I find me there like three, four times a week. That's I awesome. love it. Yeah, and I'm glad I can say that with, like, I'm proud and I'm consistent and I like it and it's good. And although I don't look like I may do that all the time, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not doing it for that. Mm-hmm. I love, I just love the feeling that it gives me and I am proud of myself for doing that. Um, but it's hard to look in the mirror and have, like, a negative critic. That's you mm-hmm. in your head. Like, ew, why, why do you have dimples right there? Like, this is a curve. I used to really be self-conscious of my boobs as well. And, like, specifically, which is weird, is, like, my nipples. I'd be very, like, oh, my God, they're, like, too big. Like, <laughs> are guys going to be, like, disgusted? And I'm, like, no, a guy's going to be stoked that you're taking off your bra. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> he literally doesn't care, like, yes. where they are on your body. They could be under your armpit for all he cares. Like, does it matter? <laughs> So I've, like, just tried to rewrite that narrative, too, of, like, 
if I'm happy with like the body that houses me, like my spirit, my creativity, like the way that I show up, I'm doing so many beautiful things and people don't look at like the shell when they're looking at me, like they're feeling things when they're yes. with me. And that's what they remember. They're not remembering like, oh yeah, girlfriend had like a little curve or a little like roll in the back where her bra is. Like <laughs> I feel you, thing. girl. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, that's not no one cares. And so just trying to get out of my own head about that and be like, I am there's so many beautiful, confident, curvy women out there who are owning it and I take a very grateful for them for taking the stand and like just speaking about it because it's given me power to and to speak about it too and try and like follow in their footsteps of like owning their shit my sister is curvy and she owns it and I'm like love that so I also try and like just look at her confidence and like if she can do it so can I. Like, mm-hmm. I can totally do this. She actually took my photos for me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's beautiful. Like, Girl, I cannot do this. Like, I have to have someone I really trust, like, do this. Yeah. Um, but it's not easy. And, like, I don't think anyone's ever going to be perfect and wake up like, oh, my God, like, you're perfect. You're a goddess. Like, maybe. Maybe people do that. But every lady I've ever talked to, and man, actually. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so every human I've talked to. Uh, has some something they'd like to change or something that could be better. Oh, yeah. But if we just accept it and work on, like, just being happy with what is. Exactly. And, and just being the best version of yourself, no matter yeah. what that looks like for you. Exactly. And accepting, like, where you are. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's, like, this whole self-love and self-care journey and just, like, really being mindful of what makes me happy of what I do like to do at the gym because like girl I I did cycling the other day I will tell you it was a fucking nightmare yeah oh there's people who are like I will never go in that personal hell but I I, (laughs) it was like my third time doing it Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I think I could do it like once a week but like she just like kicks my butt every time and I'm like and it just hurts. My body hurts. I can't move the whole day. And I'm like, is this just me getting old or like what? But it's like putting yourself in those challenging situations too that have helped like shape like how I think about things. Because I remember like, you know, this time last year, I never would have stepped into a gym or like mm-hmm. never would have seen myself in a cycling class or doing anything because I was like, nah, like. And like people are gonna stare at me. People are gonna, people are gonna think that I'm doing it wrong. They're gonna call me out on my crap and like, you know. Yeah. But it's also like who you surround yourself with because I'm so thankful that I go to the gym with a very fit man called Ian, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like my personal trainer <clears throat> in disguise. But he has been amazing in supporting me in this journey because he's just like, just try it out. I'll be here. You know, I'll help guide you. And that was, like, in July, you know. And, like, I signed up, and I was like, all right, here we go. This is it, man. (laughs) And, like, no matter – and I I think the best part of it is that, like, I don't hold expectations of myself. I just know that I'm going to push myself every single time, and no matter what happens – like, I'm not trying to set a goal of, like, how many pounds I'm going to lose. I'm not going to set a goal of, like, how much fat I've lost. Right. It's really just going in there with the intention to be a better version of myself and knowing that I showed up in that way for myself. And because, like, even when I go to the gym, I will tell you, like, my parents are like, oh, you still look the same. And I'm like, that's not. <laughs> like, well, thanks for your encouragement, for one. But I secondly, like, uh talk about your toxic behavior you know <laughs> oh my gosh I love that but like, okay, you know see you at the gym. <laughs> I'm strong as shit you want me to knock you out I'm just kidding <laughs> no but um, yeah you know you can't let other people bring you down you have to surround yourself with people who really support you in your journey and will give you that space to to thrive in your own way mm-hmm. and that's why I'm so thankful for you because You've always given me the opportunity. Like, you've always just shown up being such an amazing friend. Like, when we had our little taco tour last year. Oh, my God. That that was was so fun. That was so awesome. And 
One of my favorite days for sure. I know. <laughs> Agua Fresca. Oh, yeah, girl. That is like my favorite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to go back and get more. I know. Well, our actually, here's a little uh, sneak peek, but our space is in a similar, is pretty close by. So our new space, you guys, is going to be open very, very soon. We just got the announcement that we're able to move in. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just do that sound effect again? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I need to record that and just make that like a sound effect that <laughs> every Please time there's it. like a, instead of like, burr, 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 you know? <laughs> yes. That's really funny. I do sound effects for myself like throughout the day. I love that so much. I do little dances in my car and I'm like, yeah, girl, you did this. And then, Heck yes. yeah, all like weird stuff, but a I lot of it's it. rolling my R's. I can't do that, so... I had, a, I had a shirt in high school, sort of Abercrombie and Fitch, so I'm <laughs> dating myself. <laughs> it says, oh teach God. me to roll my R's, which I'm shocked my mom bought that for me, because that's, like, pretty sexual. <laughs> teach me to roll my R's. Like, whoa, what? Um, but someone did, actually, from that shirt. They did teach me how to roll my R's um, when I was 16. I remember the day I jumped for joy, and I was like, I can do it. I am now part of my family, because wow. my... Dad's side of the family is Latina, so they all knew how to roll their R's, and they're like, girl, why can't you do it? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's the other half of me that doesn't know how, but I'm drawing here. (laughs) Yeah. So the person was like, okay, this is how. Just relax your tongue. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know. I can't teach you. I'm not going to try it. (laughs) It's so funny because Ian tries, and um, he's like, what do you mean? Because his last name is... Fucking, Let's he's going to judge me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, his last name has a couple R's in there. <laughs> and he always makes fun of me because, like, if I were to ever take his last name, I won't even be able to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> It'll be, like, the whitewash version of it. Yes. So I'm just like, ah. <laughs> um, hi. I know. I was like, let's just make sure that doesn't happen any time soon. Okay, thanks. That's so funny. I think <clears throat> I want to... Um, I don't like my last name. I like what it stands for, but I despise my dad and his family. I just don't. And that's a harsh word, but your girl's been through some stuff, so I can use that word. Um, Not a fan. (laughs) So um, I might just want to make up my own last name. I know. If I can get a guy on board, if he also doesn't like his family, had some family trauma, I'll be like, let's just forget that and start a new legacy. How about that? I like that. So, yeah, that's what I was going to do with my ex we were engaged mm-hmm. and he had problems with his fam obviously I do too um so yeah we were gonna make our own and ever since I came I didn't come up with the idea I'm sure someone else has done that but so I thought about that I was like that would be really cool to do and to just start over start something new could be anything I want why not I don't know what it would be but the time will come it will And when that day comes, we'll all know. We'll all know. My name will change. (laughs) And we'll see it then. (laughs) Maybe I'll make a poll. I don't know. (laughs) It's a big thing to let the community decide. I know, right? I don't know if I should decide my new last name. What should my new last name be? Oh, that would be intense. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's like my whole identity. I know, Strangers. (laughs) Who knows what name that they would pick. But anyhow... (laughs) I love that you did share a little bit of your past Mm -hmm. because I know just having personal conversations with you that you've had a traumatic past and you don't have to touch on it right now, but I do want to talk about how you took those instances and grew from it and pivoted into the person you are now because you are such an incredible human and it's so crazy to hear about the things that you have gone through and it's a long 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 it's long long story yeah yeah and we don't have to talk about it yeah well yeah at all but uh, (laughs) like whatever you want whatever you want girl but you could touch about like just talk about your experiences because you have experienced trauma at such a young age 
um, to your recent experiences and how you've taken them and shaped who you are today. Mm-hmm. Because now that you, you're a self-employed entrepreneur, That's I'd love cool. to transition into that. Yeah, cool. So, tiniest recap yeah. would be that I um, was raised by a by-the-book narcissist. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's basically someone who's never wrong. And they are always right. They're basically God of life. And they're, that's them. Um, so I was raised by a community of those people. And I didn't know really my truth. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know anything until I was kicked out of my house and lived in my car for a little bit with my sister. And um, like just popped from house to house. Friends, thankful for all those people. Um, and I really started to figure out who I was, how I wanted to show up, what I believed in, because for all of my childhood, I just, like, subscribed to what my parents told me what to do. And, like, that was, like, my political view. Like, literally everything, religion, political views, who, what I believed in. Like, I was told that any person that I met, friends, people at a coffee shop, everyone would going to, like, One, think that I'm worthless. This was like, I heard this every day. Two, none of my friends really liked me and everyone was going to leave me one day. And three, the only person I could ever count on was my dad, who's like the most toxic person I know. So believing that and like having those be my life rules for 18 years of my life was wild to come out and to like be reborn and be like, wait, what? This isn't like everything I've ever known is a lie. I'm doing ancestry DNA to see if I'm actually even what I think I am. (laughs) Because I don't know. Yeah. Um, So coming out from that, like, fog of just a lie and coming into myself, uh, one was, like, a huge process, and I'm still going through it. Um, But I just educated myself on what it means to be a person who was raised like that. And like, I read a lot of books on narcissism. I go to codependent anonymous classes, so CODA, and that uh, is largely filled with people who were raised in households with um, like emotionally abusive family members. And um, that was a huge part of me growing, just understanding that that's part of my story. That's a huge part of my story. And that's the part where I basically picked apart the identity that, like, was me and, like, created this new one. And I don't know if this is the healthiest thing to do, but, like, I have life one and then I have life two. And right now I'm living in life two or even three after the breakup. Mm, But mm -hmm. I like to say this is, like, my more woke self. (laughs) And I know, um, like, what toxic behavior is. And I know what emotional abuse is. And I know what codependence is. And I know my my role I know who how I was raised and I know the trauma that I was put through and then I like have read scientific journals and like talked to a bunch of psychologists and therapists not because I'm like all screwed up and need to do it but I want to learn like how does this affect me how does this affect my thought pattern how does this affect the way I feel and look at people everything because it permeates who you are um so through a lot of growth and a lot of journaling and therapy, like I've said um, in the earlier part of this podcast, um, I was able to like create a sense of self that I feel really represents me. And it's crazy because I feel like people probably do that when they're like 10 or 11 and they like have a bit of like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. This is what I identify with. I was doing that at like 19 or 20. So it's still changing and I'm still like learning how to articulate like who I am and what I do and why I do the things I do, which is a big reason why like I bring everyone on my personal growth journey. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like doing it. So you can watch me like get there or you can meet me at the end and I'll probably be signing autographs somewhere. Just kidding. (laughs) Yes, girl, (laughs) you will. Um, But yeah, so I don't, I think it just took like a lot of time and a lot of interest in my own self and my own well-being to get me from a place of like trauma and 
being terrified and really insecure and confused to where I am now, less confused, but more confident and very aware of like who I am, what I believe and why I believe that. Um, it's not easy and you have to have support and you have to be willing to own your shit, hold yourself accountable for like the things that you do. Um, because I definitely am not perfect, and there are things from my trauma that I've carried over that are toxic, and I have to work at not doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's just being mindful, which goes right back to like checking in with yourself and like really knowing who you are and why you do the things you do and why you show up the way you do. So it's all very full circle. But um, I mean, I've been through a lot, and I know other people have been through a lot, and worse than what I've gone through and I like believe that the people who go through a lot of shit like have so much power in them and like so resilient it is it like gives me chills I, like I'm shaking because I'm like because they've been through so much and, like it's I've learned to be grateful for it and I think that's a great way for people to look at that as like being grateful for the experience I'm not, like, happy that I was emotionally abused for, like, most of my life, but I am very, very grateful to have experienced that and, in turn, be able to share how I've healed from that, and I have empathy for people who are going through it. Like, I'm, like, I know exactly how you feel because I felt that, and I'm really grateful that I'm able to connect with those people on that way and help them. (laughs) I love it. Thanks. And here you are, girl just changing the world one story one post one interaction at a time and we're getting close to wrapping up but I'd love to hear what you have in store in the future what secrets of sunshine what we can expect from you well a lot more personal growth um I'm hoping to continue to grow on my journey because we all that's what that's what we're doing all of us day in day out um a lot more vulnerability events. I'm really, really excited to be consistent um, in showing up for the community of people who just like wants to begin this journey of like self-discovery. So I'm redoing my website. I've like really put my, I've really, really thankful. Kelly has helped me like bring my brand to a concise, like understandable message because um, when I started, I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. What's this? <laughs> What's working? Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> it's working now. Um, so I'll be having that for men and women. Ideally, I'd like to have a co-ed retreat where I feel like it's really good conversation for both men and women to be talking about the problems that we all face as humans, and then we each get validation from the other gender to be like, hey, we all approve of this message. It's mm. okay to have feelings. We're all good to go. Yes. Um, and then I'm I'm gonna make these t-shirts. I'm doing Yay. it. I know, I know. So I'm really excited to make like cute little relatable secrets of sunshine swag. Um, oh, I mm-hmm. like that. I wanna make like I don't know. You'll just see. Oh yeah, we'll yeah. we'll be here for it. You'll for see sure. all the things. Other than that, just content, trying to be real, trying to give voice to all the people who don't know where theirs are at. I appreciate you. You are incredible. And one last question before you wrap up. And this is the question I ask for everybody because I'm so curious because there's so much power in connection and conversation. If you could have a coffee and convos with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Hmm. (laughs) Let me just think for a minute. You know who I really am like vibing with right now? really love to talk to is Morgan Harper Nichols. Oh, her words. I know. Oh, she is a Bless magician. Her soul. Yeah. Seriously. Oh it's so God. funny because I was actually just thinking about having, I was like, I want to reach out to her. Just Do be it. like, I love your stuff. I, I already pre-ordered her book. Oh She's like going yes. on tour in LA and I think what? Chicago or Atlanta or something. Okay. So you should check out the LA event. I think I'm busy that day, but I'm going to check it out. She's a great writer. She is so empowering with her words and her artwork. Mm-hmm. 
So I totally am on the same boat as you, girl. Yeah, Ooh, I love that's her. A good She's one. like, oh, I have chills. I I'm like, if I could meet her, I would probably <laughs> cry. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for being here. And if people want to connect with you a little bit further and learn more and just follow along on your vulnerability and self acceptance journey, mm-hmm. where can they find you? Instagram, Secrets of Sunshine. It's a great one. And the easiest way to find me. The links are all in the bio. My blog is spelled kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to even try with that right now. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram's a great place to start. And I love just connecting with people. So send me a DM if you want to talk because I just love talking. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in again for what? <laughs> I'm going to redo that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you again on next week's episode. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>